Welcome back to the Fit-ish Project with your host, Lathan Bass, where we make fitness and health practical for the average person like you and I. Getting back into our weekly episode. Before we get into that episode, just wanted to quickly mention anybody looking for a little fitness help, maybe a little weight loss, need a little bit of guidance, need help making your fitness plan, getting on track, a little accountability. Uh, you can check out the link for one-on-one coaching spots for online fitness clients. But outside of that, getting into this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I get asked on a regular basis pretty often. Um, I know a lot of you guys that are listening to this podcast or follow me on social media, you obviously know that I've lost quite a bit of weight. So I've lost 100 pounds over the years. And so I get questions about that quite a bit. And one of the most common questions that I get is how did you lose the weight? And this is something I get asked on probably pretty close to a weekly basis. Somebody will just ask me about weight loss or what I did to attain my weight loss or how I did it or whatever. And I think a lot of people expect me to like give them a certain diet or a certain like training program or like, you know, these three quick tips which like, don't get me wrong, that stuff is important. But I think the thing that I often tell people is not really what they expect to hear. And I think that this concept is something that not only applies to like fitness and health, because obviously this is a fitness podcast, but I think it applies to really all parts of life, whether it be in your career, relationships, in your finances, like this one concept, I think has a really big pull and a really big influence on all the other things that you are striving to go for within your life. So again, when I get that question, one of the things that I always tell people, like my number one tip is if they really want to have long-term sustainable change is that they need to focus on changing their identity. And so people ask, well, like, what does that mean? I'm not really even sure. What does that mean? Like I need to change my identity. Well, here's a couple of quick examples that I'll explain and it'll make a little bit more sense. So like you probably know somebody, either a family member, maybe a friend, maybe even yourself, like you've seen somebody go through a substantial amount of weight loss. They take the time to diet and, you know, work on their fitness and they lose a bunch of weight. And then time passes, you know, several months or maybe even a couple of years. And then you see that person again, or you, know, you run into that person and they've essentially like gained all the weight that they lost back in a big reason that this happens is because of the identity that they have around fitness around weight loss and it's something that a lot of people don't really talk about and it's something that a lot of people don't really focus on because you think about weight loss right you know obviously you have to you know eat less move more diet exercise all that kind of stuff is very important and that's like the tangible stuff but if you don't focus on like the mental side of things more so like the mindset and the identity that you need to start to build around who you are and the type of person that you are, then all those results are kind of all for naught because you're not really going to be able to sustain them. Another example that we see often is like people who will go out, you know, they'll buy a lottery ticket and they end up winning the lottery. And what a lot of people don't know is people that win these lotteries, they often end up broke. And again, a vast majority of people who make all this money, all of a sudden they're just given this huge sum of money and they don't really know what to do with it because they have a certain identity around money. Maybe they don't really know what to do with all that money. Like they've never really built the characteristics or the habits to be able to handle their finances or handle that much money. So they end up you know, 
spending it on stupid shit. They don't really know how much they should be saving or investing or anything like that. And a majority of these people, they end up broke. And again, that comes back to identity. And one of the analogies that I heard when it comes to like focusing on your identity and how it really affects you and how it really works is the comparison of comparing your identity to like a thermostat. So, and I'd recently started thinking about this, this topic again, just because I had, I'd come across the quote by Tony Robbins in which he was kind of talking about identity because he talks about this, this whole concept and this idea quite a bit is he said, the strongest human force in the universe is the human being living consistently within their identity. And again, this was something that took me a really long time to understand. And I think what he means by that is like, a lot of times people don't necessarily have a extremely tough time achieving their goals. Like a lot of people, if they really set a goal and they really go for it, they can achieve those goals. But a lot of people really struggle with like sustaining those goals. So whether it's like losing weight and then keeping the weight off or whether it's like saving money and being able to kind of figure out your finances without like blowing all your money on dumb stuff or spending on stupid stuff. Or maybe it's like quitting a bad habit like smoking. Like a lot of these certain things are going to be much more difficult and much less likely to actually stick for the long term if you don't focus on what's actually going on on the inside. So like the mental side of fitness and really focusing on the mindset and focusing on like what your actual identity is around these things. And he always compares it to, compares your identity similar to like what a thermostat does. So when you think about a thermostat, like in your house, when you set your thermostat to a certain temperature within your house, it is going to work to keep your house at that certain temperature. So if you set your temp to 67 degrees, whether it's getting hot or cold, your thermostat is going to kick that air on or kick the heat on, whatever it needs to do in order to keep the environment at that same level. And people are a lot like thermostats because based on their past experiences, their habits, their beliefs, or the stories that they tell themselves, they have cultivated this certain identity. And a lot of times we don't really give our identity much thought because they're things that just kind of naturally happen through childhood and growing up. And like I said, experiences and habits and things that we didn't even necessarily put a lot of thought into, but we just kind of get to this place where we have this certain identity of ourselves. And sharing somewhat of like a personal example for me and how this really like got me to understand this and got me to understand the importance of this. Because again, like thinking about this in terms of like fitness, like I said, most people who lose weight, six out of seven of those people are gonna gain all that weight back within three years. Well, don't you think like if you're going to put in the effort, if you're going to put in the time, if you're going to try to change your diet and really work on these habits that you want to do it and be able to sustain your results. Well, if that's the case, then focusing on something like the mindset and the identity behind these things, I think is really crucial. And it's often a missing part. And like, so for me, like I was overweight pretty much my entire life, you know, growing up overweight from as early as I can remember, you know, like I've told this story before, but just being in first grade and being over 100 plus pounds, just being a big kid really ever since I can remember. And that was something that happened when I was really young and I was overweight and always the big kid pretty much all the way up until the end of college. So when you grow up a certain way, you just start to kind of take on this identity of just the big overweight kid. You know, you're somebody, I was somebody who just really loved and enjoyed food and could always eat more. I was, you know, the big football player, like that was part of my identity. I need to be big because I played sports. You just have like 
people just they see you and they see you're big and they see you know you like food and people like always offer you seconds or offer the you their food that they're not gonna eat you have just like people kind of putting these labels on you and it's not on other people as well I mean it was part of what I just embraced as who I was just because that was again that was just part of my identity like I was the big kid like I was the big athlete big football player whatever I need to be big I need to eat a lot um, all that different stuff and again it's not really something that I was thinking a ton about back then but as I continue to identify as you know the big dude or whatever like sometimes you start to develop these bad habits or you know just the mindset around how you see yourself leads to these behaviors and these actions that you are doing and then it leads me down the line to where I was you know 300 plus pounds and not really happy about where I was health wise and I think too like when you look at just people's identities and you know how they really see themselves it's really easy when you look through like the lens of like high school or even in college just with like people wanting to stay in alignment with the way that they see themselves because like in college and in high school like you'll have like your little cliques or your groups you know you have like your athletes and then you'll have like your art and your band kids you'll have kind of like your smart kids or nerdy kids or kids that are more focused on academics so you have these kind of like cliques and within these like cliques all these people have a very similar identity and this affects the people that you're going to hang out with it affects how you're going to act it affects how you talk it affects like how you dress even like all these little things that you might not really be thinking about is affected by the people that you're hanging out with and the identity that you guys have placed upon yourself and again this goes on to more than just like in school or things like that. This can go with your identity that you have around your relationships or your finances or your health or your job. Like you have these ideas and these beliefs and these stories that you've been telling yourself for a really long time. And if you don't take a little bit of time to actually look at those things and maybe even like like start thinking about some of those things differently and rewrite some of those stories into a way that fits into a better narrative for how you want to live your life, then you're probably going to continue to see the same results. Because again, like I said, that thermostat example, you're always going to align with how you see yourself. So if your identity never changes, but you know, you're working out super hard and you're dieting well, like you might be able to get those results temporarily, but eventually you're going to go back. You're going to go back to that, that level that you're comfortable with. You're going to go back to being that thermostat and you may lose all the weight, but then you'll end up gaining it all back. Or you may, you know, save all the money, but then you end up blowing all the money, like, because you haven't really taken the time to change what's going on inside the mental side of things, and really focus on changing that identity into something that is more beneficial and is going to be more in alignment. So, again, back to me and my specific example, you know, when I knew it was time to make a big change, like I wanted to lose weight, and I wanted to make this big physical transformation within my health and fitness, I had to really start to think about like, how I wanted to become that and like, what would that person do? Like, if I wanted to be healthier, if I wanted to be more fit, if I wanted to be happier, like, what were the things that I was going to have to do on a regular basis? Like, what actions and behaviors would I have to focus on? How would I start to think about things differently? Like, what type of people would I try to hang around? What type of environment would I try to put myself in? What things would I have to value and prioritize in order to become this fit and healthy and happy person? Because if you try to stay the exact same person while chasing these big goals, like these big life changes, again, you're just going to end up back where you started. So you really have to focus on 
what's going on inside and really make a big effort to change some of those things. And it's definitely something that is not easy. And it's definitely something that does not happen overnight. But again, if you're going to put in all this effort, and you're going to want to make sure that you can actually sustain your results. So you got to do all the things that you need to do in order to make that happen. And really focusing on the mental side of things, I think is a really big part of that. Because, you know, for me, when I started, when I was 300 pounds, and I was like, man, I really want to lose weight, I want to feel better. I want to look better. I want to be able to do all the activities I want to do. Like I want to have confidence. Um, I want to have more discipline, like all those things. Like I had to really look at myself and where I was at, you know, at 300 pounds, I was eating fast food probably like five to six times per week. And that's really not an exaggeration. Like I was just, that was a large majority of my diet. I was drinking alcohol multiple nights per week and not in any kind of healthy manner. It was definitely overdoing the alcohol. Um, I wasn't really worried about what types of foods I was eating. I wasn't really prioritizing like quality foods or proteins or anything like that. I wasn't really prioritizing sleep or like stress management or things like that. Um, the only thing I was really doing consistently was exercising. And that was just because that had always kind of been a staple in my routine with being an athlete. Um, but outside of that, like I wasn't really doing a lot of the things. I wasn't really focusing on a lot of behaviors that were going to make me a uh, healthier and a happier person. So I had to really start thinking about those things and really like take a step back and be like, okay, if I want this change to actually last, like these are the things that I have to start focusing on. Otherwise, I'm just never going to be able to change like for the long term. So like, yes, it took longer. And yes, I it was a struggle at times. And yes, it felt very unnatural and uncomfortable to start to change and focus on these different things. But any kind of change that's worthwhile is going to be uncomfortable. So it's just something that you have to embrace. Um, because I think, like I said, I don't think this gets really talked about all that much in health and fitness. And I think that if more people really understood this more long-term mindset of really, you know, changing for the better and really focusing on, you know, cultivating the identity that helps you not just try to like will your way through this or really like grit your way through like being healthier and more fit person because you can do that like I said like there's tons of people who go out there and they'll be able to do this for six months or even a year but like if they don't really make the change internally about who they want to be then again it's going to be all for naught and you're going to end up back where you started and you're not going to be happy you're going to feel like you wasted a bunch of time and you're going to feel like you failed and that's just a crappy place to be but that's a place that a lot of people end up because again they skip this step so that's why i really wanted to get on here and just talk about this just a little bit and just make sure you know like if you do have goals especially when it comes to fitness like i said that you aren't just forgetting about you know all the stuff that goes on with the mindset and the things that you really need to focus on because it's really easy to talk about the tangible things like what to eat or how much protein to eat or what exercise program or you know those type of things that you need to be doing getting your steps in like all that kind of stuff is really easy to talk about and really easy to measure but like the mindset stuff and like you know changing your identity that stuff isn't necessarily nearly as easy to navigate it's not as easy to like measure your progress and sometimes it's going to feel like you're not really making any sort of progress because you can't really tell but you have to just continue to work on those things and continue to talk to yourself in a good way. And, you know, rather than talking to yourself in a negative way, you have to focus on keeping promises to yourself, you have to focus on, you know, really just doing the right things and focus on the long term mindset, if you want to be successful for the long term. 
you know, because fast forward today to where I'm at now, like the way that I see myself and the way that I see my current identity is like, it's a hundred, it's a 180 degree difference than what it used to be. You know, like the things that I prioritize now, my values around health and fitness, like the environment that I put myself in is totally different. And it shows up not only physically, you know, with losing a hundred pounds and being in the best shape that I ever have, but it shows up mentally too, you know, on like my relationship with food. And like I was just mentioning how I talk to myself, like just different things like that, that again, a lot of people don't really talk about because yeah, like the physical stuff is great. Losing a hundred pounds is awesome. Like all that stuff is super cool. But like, if you don't have the mental side of things down and you go and you lose all that weight, like it's not going to be all that enjoyable. Like if you're somebody who is super fit, but you're miserable, like you have a terrible relationship with food, you're over obsessive about every little calorie that you eat. Or if you miss a workout, you talk to yourself negatively, you beat yourself up, you feel like trash, like your energy super low, or you're super stressed out, then you aren't healthy. Like you may look healthy from the outside, but like you don't have all the mental things lined up in, in a way that is benefiting you, then you can't even enjoy that physical part. So that's why I try to stress a little bit more and more uh, the mental side of things, because the mental side is just as important as the physical side. You have to have both those things to really see the results you want and to, again, like I said, be able to sustain those results for the long term. So the last thing I really wanted to talk about was just some practical tips, because you know, talking about all this stuff is great. But like, I always hate when I listen to podcasts or like read books and like, they tell a good story. And they, you know, they explain some concepts or things like that. But then they don't really leave you with anything actionable that you can do. So that's always a part of, you know, these podcasts that I want to include. So talk about four practical tips that you can do to really focus on, like I said, the, the mental side of fitness, and doing these things, I think, will really help you in pushing your progress forward and, again, being able to sustain those results as well. So number one, and I mentioned it just briefly a second ago, but keep promises to yourself, especially when it comes to, like, fitness. Like, it is so easy to say, oh, I should work out because I hear this all the time. Like, I'll have people, they've obviously seen what I've been able to do, like, with my physical transformation. So I'll have people, they'll come to me and they'll ask me questions or they'll say, you know, I really want to do this. Like, I want to work out five days a week. I want to change my diet or follow this diet. I want to participate in this daily behavior. I want to change my environment for the better. I really want to focus and prioritize my health. But the fact of the matter is a lot of people don't end up following through with those things. And I think it's such a really easy thing to overlook. But keeping promises to yourself is just such a huge part of building that self-confidence that a lot of people need when they are making these types of physical transformations. And it builds that self-belief about who you are, but also who you can become. So like if I'm somebody who wants to make a physical change and I tell myself, okay, I'm going to work out in the morning, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to get my workout in, um, you know, I'm going to make sure that I get my water in throughout the day, I'm going to make sure that I get my 8,000 steps in per day. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm tired. So I skip my workout. And then because I skip my workout, now I'm not really feeling like getting my steps in. And because I'm not getting my steps in, I'm slacking on my food choices and getting my water in. And you just see like a really bad cascade effect from not keeping these small promises to yourself. And again, it's very easy not to do it, but 
being able to keep those promises to yourself, they all add up, which is why I always talk about, you know, 1% better, because it's not about being perfect for a single day or a single week or even a single month. It's about just constantly trying to progress and get just a little bit better and doing all those little things, doing all those small things. Those are the things that add up over time, you know, month after month, year after year. Those are the things that add up. And then you look up, you know, down the road, six months, 12 months, and you're in a completely different place than you ever thought possible. But it's been sustainable. And you get to a place where like, dang, I really am like a lot healthier than I used to be. Like, wow, I ended up losing 25 pounds in this last year. Like I am in a lot better physical shape. I do feel better. My stress levels are better. My energy levels are better just by doing these little things and keeping these promises to yourself and doing that consistently over time. That stuff continues to stack up and it continues to compound to where you get to a point where you're like, okay, like I am going to be able to sustain this, which I think is the place that we all want to be. But you don't get there by saying things and just wishing about things or planning things out like you actually have to do the work you have to do the things you have to keep the promises to yourself so that would be practical tip number one it's very easy not to do but i promise if that's something that you can start doing on a daily basis all that stuff is going to add up and you're going to make a lot better progress than you ever thought possible uh tip number two set up your environment to win and what i mean by this like i always give the example like if you're somebody who struggles with alcohol, like if you're somebody who abuses alcohol or you're an alcoholic and you've had problems, like it's probably not a good idea to hang out in the bars every night if you want to get rid of that problem or start to treat that problem and start to move in a healthier uh, direction, right? So like when it comes to fitness goals, if you have fitness goals around weight loss or you want to be watch your diet a little bit more or you want to get in better shape, like probably not the best idea to keep a ton of like highly processed foods within your house because that stuff is super easy to eat. No, I'm not saying that you can never have that stuff, but like if I'm going to have all this stuff in my house, well, somebody's going to end up eating it, right? So just keeping that stuff out of your house can be beneficial. If I'm somebody who really wants to start getting into fitness and I want to be more active, well, it's probably a decent idea to join a gym where I can be around like-minded people Maybe I have a training partner that I can get in there with or a friend that I can go to the gym with to help hold me more accountable. Like just little things like that that you can do to set yourself up, which is what I call setting up your environment to win. Because when you can do these things, like they don't take a ton of effort. Again, just like I talked about in the previous tip, um, they don't take a ton of extra effort. But like when you can set yourself up in a good environment to win, it just helps you that much more to be successful. And it's just couple less things that you have to think about by putting yourself in the right environment. So that would be tip number two. Tip number three, similar to environment, but get around the right people, like people who are like minded, as I had just mentioned, like if you go to a gym, like you're going to be around like minded people who typically have very similar goals. And that makes chasing those goals a little bit easier. You know, like anytime you see really great athletic teams, whether it's professional or collegiate or whatever level, like those great teams, they have really good people on there and they all have similar goals when it comes to what they want for the team and what's best for the team and that allows them to push each other lift each other up because they're all chasing this one common goal so when you can get around people who have similar goals that that you do it helps to create a little bit of momentum and it helps to push you forward as well right along with that you know getting around people who have done what you want to do 
I think is also like a cheat code to helping you get the results or achieving the goals that you want to get to. Because a lot of times when you're pursuing goals, like you probably have some ideas of the things that you need to be doing. But like when you get around somebody who's actually already done what you want to do, it can be so helpful to have them and just, you know, for maybe pick their brain a little bit or, you know, see what their experience was like or get some tips from them or have them help you because they've already been through it and they know what to expect. They know how you feel. They know some of the things that didn't work well. They know some of the things that did work well. So getting around people who have already done what you want to do, whether that's, you know, in person, like maybe you get a coach or you have a trainer who is helping you with your goal, who has done what you want to do or has helped other people do what you want to do. You know, I know like for me, like when I was training for my marathon, I signed up with my buddy Dan. That way we could kind of hold each other accountable and we could train together a little bit and just kind of check in on each other because it's easier to chase a goal when it's somewhat of a shared goal or you have somebody who you can also kind of share your experiences with and keep up to date with and kind of hold each other accountable. So try to get around the right people as well. That would be that would be another thing that I would say. And sometimes I know like you might not have somebody who has a similar goal. Maybe you don't have a trainer that you can go to or whatever. Like you can even use social media as a tool for this. So finding somebody on social media who you actually trust and who you actually like and who has actually done what you want to do can also be a tool that you can use. Maybe you follow that person and they have documented or they talk about their experience with, you know, a similar goal that you're trying to achieve. Like that can also be a nice, helpful tool as well. Now, you don't really want to necessarily just be like comparing yourself to that person, but you can definitely gain a lot of good insight from following people who have done the things that you want to do. Um, and then the last one, tip number four is cultivate that long-term mindset. And, you know, this is what that whole, this whole podcast has been about in creating the right identity because that is the long-term play, you know, really thinking about this thing as a long-term sustainable thing is going to be crucial to getting the progress that you want and then being able to enjoy that progress for the rest of your life. And along with that, that comes with setting the right expectations for yourself at the very beginning, which I think is something that a lot of people screw up. Understand that you do have a big goal. If you do have a big change that you want to make, well, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be quick. Like the quick fixes don't work. We know that. And we still sometimes fall for those stupid things and try to get results faster than we know they actually are going to come. So make sure you set the right expectations for yourself because you set the wrong expectations, you're just setting yourself up for failure before you even get started. So just understand it's going to be a long-term play. It's going to take longer than you want. There's going to be times where you fail. There's going to be times where you don't want to do things and you still have to do them. Like that is all a part of setting the right expectations if this is something that you really care about. And then understanding too, like when those failures and those setbacks do happen, remember that it's just part of the process. Like you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to quit every time something challenging happens or you feel like you fell off for a little bit. Like that's part of the process. So expect to have some challenges. Expect that you're going to fall off every once in a while and just get right back on track. Because if there's no rush, which there shouldn't be because this is a long-term thing, right? We have to think long-term mindset. And there's no reason to get super upset about a couple days that you fell off or, you know, falling off track for a little bit because this fitness thing is supposed to be a forever thing. Like if you want to be fit and feel good and look good, like fitness is something that's going to have to be a priority for the long term. With that long term mindset, too, one way to help you stay on track and, you know, continue to push forward and stay motivated is to find ways to track your progress. 
So depending on your goal, you can do this in several different ways, whether it's like measuring your strength levels going up, like your weight loss, how your clothes are fitting, like your energy levels, if you are hitting your protein consistently, if you're hitting your calories consistently, if you're eating more fruits and vegetables, like there's so many different ways that you can measure your progress. It doesn't necessarily just have to be like, what's the number on the scale or, you know, certain things like that, that I think we often get caught up in. There's literally so many different ways that you can measure progress. And I think a lot of times we would be better to focus on some of those alternative ways that I mentioned, like, you know, am I being consistent with getting my workouts in? Am I being consistent with hitting my daily steps? Am I getting enough water? Am I getting enough sleep? Like those real easy, tangible things to really like track and see if you're hitting those goals. Because if you're hitting those goals, like if you're really, you know, continuing to be consistent and track your progress and do those certain types of things, you're going to see positive benefits in the right direction. So make sure you're focusing on the right things and in tracking that progress. And then lastly, right along with that, like when you are tracking your progress and you're seeing that you are, you know, continuing to get better, you're noticing you're getting stronger in the gym, you're noticing that, you know, your clothes are fitting better, you're noticing that your energy levels are way better, you're noticing that your relationship with food is getting much better, you're not beating yourself up mentally around like missing a workout or things like that, like, celebrate those wins along the way, because that's important too. you know, like I said, this is a long journey, it's not supposed to be quick. And so to keep yourself on track, and to keep yourself motivated, be sure to celebrate some of those wins along the way, because that's super important too. to making sure that you can continue to be consistent and continue to maintain and push further for better progress. So um, hopefully, you know, within that, you were able to pick up a nugget or two and uh, use something that is going to be helpful within your own fitness journey. Again, I think this is something that doesn't get talked about quite as much. So hopefully this was uh, eye opening or just gives you a little something to think about when it comes to trying to make progress or push for your fitness goals. Because again, you can't have all these physical benefits if you're not willing to focus on the mental side of things as well. So do not neglect that side of things because it is just as important as the physical side of things. And with that, appreciate you guys listening. As always, um, if you can leave a rating on whatever platform that you listen to, that is continuing to help get more listeners and more views on this podcast, which is a good thing to help people strive towards their goals and make better progress and help people get 1% better, which is what this podcast is all about. So appreciate all you guys that have done that in the past. If you have not done that, I would really, really appreciate that. But that is all I have for this week. And uh, we will be back next week again with another episode. And until next time, we will see you guys next week.